Hello and welcome to your Manchester podcast, live with me, Brandon McCaffrey. Up first, we have got Nathan McMullen talking about Hushabye Mountain, going to be on at the Hope Mill Theatre coming soon. Well, it is a play by Jonathan Harvey, um, mm. which he wrote in 99, I think. Um, and it's been recommissioned to come back on. Um, and the Hope Mill Theatre are putting it on. Um, it follows the story of a young lad called Danny. Um, who we discover at the beginning of the play or not too far into it that he's um, dead and that he's died of an age-related illness and it kind of um, follows not only what was his life but also the um, the storylines that come with that as well via his uh, relationship maybe with his parents or friends and um, family. Yeah, so we knew we knew um, obviously from our, our lovely little bio that you sent us about it all that it's to do a bit about the AIDS epidemic. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Was that difficult to come to terms with him when working and creating the character and things? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, I haven't. We are extremely fortunate fortunate um, to have Jonathan in the room with us. Or you know, we were last week and he's in and out. Um, and as somebody who lived through the period of when it was um, kind of first known uh, to the world. Um, he was able to give us kind of insight to how hard and difficult that was. But he also um, kind of drew sim- similarities to how it's been over the past year as well, given the pandemic and I guess the kind of the fear that was struck into all of us as, again, as a nation, but globally was similar, well, what I'm starting to discover was kind of similar to how it was then as well. It was something that was so unknown um, that there was a lot of fear around it. Um, so, yeah, I guess kind of, A, having Jonathan in the room and also for myself drawing the similarities of the fear that a lot of us have kind of lived in over the past year. Very different to stuff you've done before, because obviously we know you've done things such as Misfits, which is a huge thing, especially in the UK, and obviously Doctor Who, which... You got to work with Nick Frost. Yes, I want to know about yeah. To who? <laughs> Nick Frost. I was working with Nick Frost. I, genuinely, I think that was like one of the only times I've ever been starstruck. Um, to the point where I was just like, I'm working with Nick Frost. Like, I grew up watching Space and all the kind of Edgar Wright films that he was involved in. So, and and it was during the time as well that um, there was kind of so much going on in my personal life that it was just, it was a, a lovely kind of... Um, break away just to be able to I guess A, B and O but also work on a show with yeah not only Nick Frost but Peter Capaldi as well Yeah obviously because you've got, you got Peter Capaldi, Jenna Coleman, Dan Starkey I'm not a massive hoof in any way shape or form that I can name everyone in most of the cast <laughs> I'm keeping quiet because obviously you know I'm a massive hoovian fan as well uh, She's got a light sized tortoise in her I house I have got a tortoise in my house wow. So you got to come round Nathan That'd be amazing. That is very impressive um, so, more back to Hushby Mountain then. Where is it and where can we find it? Um, it's on at the Hope Mill Theatre. Um, again, it's something different to what I've done before because it'll be a, a live-streamed performance. Um, we're only be going to... I think we'll be doing maybe three performances, a couple that will get filmed previously, and then that'll be available throughout... June on a couple of dates, but I think the live stream performance is on the 5th of June, if I'm correct. I hope I am. Yes, uh, I've got the 5th of June, and it'll yeah. be available for streaming June 11th, 12th, 13th, all yeah. at half seven. Yeah. That's if I'm right. I hope I'm right. 
And we've also yeah, got I think you are. That sounds about right. as well. Yeah. No, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. It's obviously it's it's such an important story, and especially um, coming around June time, July, August, Pride is coming up, and I think a lot of people have that in depth look. They want to know what's going on, especially. Looking at the past year we've had, people have watched It's a Sin and things like that. The yeah. AIDS epidemic is more important than, than ever, almost. I think a lot of people have learned so much, especially from that show. Mm. Do you think this yeah. is going to help people learn more about it as well? Absolutely. I, um, that show, like, watching that show with Sutton, um, again, coming into rehearsals and being able to speak to other actors about it was something that opened my eyes, definitely, um, into how people dealt with the immediacy of it and again the panic and the fear but also as a community and came together and were there to help each other and um, the kind the whole campaign that um was really listened to uh, and again it's something that like you were saying with pride coming up is something that should always be spoken about and you know it should be something that we are able to understand can i can i ask you something nathan um yeah. do do we get to hear the song, as in the Hushabai Mountain song? Oh, yeah. From Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, because I love that song, and I'm just wondering if it's used anywhere at all. It's a beautiful song, um, and you are lucky enough, um, yeah, to hear it uh, live, uh, sung beautifully as well. Um, not by myself, <laughs> thankfully, otherwise I would have made it. No. Um, but, yeah, by... Um, uh, a couple of actors within the cast, but yeah, mainly Jodie Prenya. Um, so yeah, yeah, because you, you've got quite a bit, quite a number of musical theatres actors in it, such as Jodie and Leighton and things. Who've obviously been in like everybody talking with Jamie. Was that a big yeah. change for you coming into such a different style of performer almost? Because obviously you're used to doing either straight acting on TV <clears> or like when I last seen you was by the Waters of Liverpool, which is a very different show to this. Absolutely, um, I think the only kind of similarity or, or musical kind of experience I had was um, part of the Liverpool Rap Company when we done Paint Your Wagon. But I had, again, the privilege of working with Matt Henry um, just before lockdown. In fact, we were doing another Jonathan Harvey play, um, Our Lady of Bundle Sounds, which is coming back in um, autumn time. But yeah, working with Matt Henry, who again is an incredible singer and vocalist. So yeah, I'm just... Whenever we do kind of musicals, I'm just in awe just listening to them. It just gives you all the feeling. I mean, no, it, it's, it's yeah. fantastic, especially because obviously you're a Liverpool actor as well. Mm. It, it must be incredible to perform and, and bring that element because obviously it's that regional accent that people come for. Like, do you find that exciting whenever people are like, I really want to hear a proper Scouse accent here? Well, yeah. you know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of people who go for that. People do. Yeah, it's like your accent. Yeah. Well, I that's why people watch this show. <laughs> I think like for me growing up as well it, it wasn't something that was always kind of familiar you know it wasn't something that I was hearing a lot of so uh, yeah any kind of theatre or TV you know anything where you hear uh, like you say a regional accent a, a Scouse accent I mean I was I was actually born in Manchester um, so even like hearing a Mancunian accent was something where I was like oh that's something that's similar to me but I can relate to so it's always nice to have that relatable voice Mm. Yeah. Well, our Greater Manchester Mayor's a Scouser, but, you yes. know, he's been yeah. adopted by Greater Manchester, so, you know... So I'm, I'm on the opposite the end of it. You've been adopted yeah. by Liverpool. It's fine. I mean, we'll bring you back one day, yeah. we will. <laughs> yeah. this, this is it. We hope, Mill, we're slowly bringing you back into the fold and then we'll keep working on it. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you very much for joining us, Nathan. Um, oh, it's been you. lovely to talk to you. It's lovely to hear about it. Yeah. Um, 
like we say, check out Hushabye Mountain. You can check it out on Hope Mill Theatre and you can see it live or you can watch a stream performance. Thank you very much, dude. Nice to meet you, Thank Nathan. You. Next up, we have Mattia and his lovely tiramisu, which is fantastic. I can't wait to taste it. It's amazing how many businesses started in the pandemic. Absolutely. And this started in the pandemic. Tell us a little bit about... So basically, yeah, it was like March last year and obviously all the jobs got cancelled, I suppose, for a lot of people. And I remember just turning to my flat and say, I'm just going to start making tiramisu for the neighbours and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. And then I posted a picture of the tiramisu, like a small portion of tiramisu Mm -hmm. in the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it just started this, like... It's like a virus spread, but with a good virus of tiramisu. <laughs> yeah, a good one. In the, yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, in Castlefield. Um, and then, yeah, doing it from home, basically, starting from home, and then, like, from the first income, so to mm-hmm. get the boxes and then get the stickers, get the logo done. And that didn't take much for. It was supposed to call Cheer Me Up. I was supposed to call it Cheer Me Up because that's what the translation of tiramisu yeah. right. tiramisu. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Cheer me up. Cheer me I up. Thought, also, I heard that... It's like having a coffee, cheer it's me the, up. It's the key um, key dessert at weddings. Sicilian weddings. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and on that point, i got to say something about... Because a lot of people think that in this remisu, there's alcohol, always. But it depends where you're from in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't put alcohol. Like, my nonna never put alcohol in the remisu. Your nonna... Never. N- you're not never, never, never put alcohol. <laughs> Just a lot of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because oh. she started to do it when we were kids. Yeah. So I suppose from then, then it just. Um, well, then if you go to Sicily, you get Marsala. Uh, yeah. So you have some alcohol mm-hmm. there. So I thought, would it be inclusive? I thought, let's not put alcohol in any of them. But I gotta be honest, I really want to do a limoncello raspberry. Oh. One. oh. Is that not so, what you've got today? I've got like, well, we've got we've got, so we've got some things here today. So we have, excuse me, uh, just just push me if I say it wrong. Best Italian accent, go on. Classico. Perfetto. <laughs> Next, I got pistachio. <laughs> it's pistachio, <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. I know. <laughs> this one's a bit of an English word. Yeah. Biscoff. 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 I really need to make a sound attack. Biscoff. You know, you know the first person said that. Like, I'm at the market, I can have biscoffee. And I, I don't understand what it is. They get mixed up with biscotti and biscoff. So to get this beautiful biscoff. Yeah. I saw a new brand with that. Okay, so you know what? I mean, it's biscoff and coffee. So, like, I yeah, actually exactly. think you could work that one. Um, well, which camera are we so I can actually hold up the product? It's fantastic. Look at that. Biscoffy. Presentation is everything, people. It is gorgeous. stunning. You've got a gorgeous little logo on it. Yeah. Thank you. It is. It's, it's really, really nice. So you, um, you were in Castlefield. Yes. Yeah. And now you've basically you've done the crowdfunding. Awesome yeah, and yeah. well done. Thank well you. Done. And now you're in um, Ancoats at Pollard Yard. <laughs> exactly, yes. So after the, the crowdfunding, I managed to get the shipping container mm. in Ancoats. There's a beautiful workplace called Pollard Yard. That's can I open food. these? Of course you can. Yeah. Carry on talking. Uh, and you, 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 you can absolutely start to you know, <laughs> take it in if you want. Go with it for your amount, <laughs> I will judge the you. The presentation is absolutely... <laughs> This is my oh, nice. smell oh. going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was I saying? Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, we got this beautiful place in uh, in Ancoats, uh, mm. which is basically my prep kitchen, and then from there people come and pick up their orders as well. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Beautiful. Beautiful. And yeah, and basically we're planning to do some nice festivals this summer. Got a little chat the other day with Opmeal Theatre, mm -hmm. uh, which is basically down the road from us. Ah, so, right, yeah. So we'll probably have like a nice collaboration with them. <gasps> oh, it's going down, it's going That'd down. That'd be really it's good. Oh, okay. Ma Ma Matea, <laughs> where, where can we find it? So I, have, I see an Instagram logo yeah, so and a Facebook logo. Facebook logo. Absolutely. Where can we find these? So there's a, on Instagram, it's at uh, Paradiso Authentic, mm -hmm. and there's also on Facebook, Paradiso Authentic Italian. I don't use Twitter, uh, don't judge me. That's fair. Don't but use Twitter, I <laughs> but feel free to use it for I, me. I, 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 to get, do you know what? I will put it out on Twitter. <laughs> yes, for me, I will please. put it out on Twitter, and if I can get a photograph with it. Mm, right, they're my Fantastic. new best friends. Yeah. So. <laughs> can people then order this from you online and get it delivered to their house? Yeah, so there's also a website called paradisoauthenticatana.com. Uh, they can order it from there, or DM us, whatever is best for them. That's I'm doing it. a That's breast cancer fantastic. event. Okay. Uh, in in September okay. with a, a fantastic woman and um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a chat. Absolutely, we'll, we'll have a chat because oh no, this is, awesome. yeah. this is awesome. This is awesome. Anything else on the horizon, Matea? Uh, so yeah, so in the acting in the acting side, there's uh, I've done a short movie. It will come out in September as well. Oh, nice. and I'm an Italian. I'm also dad in it. Um, uh, that of three kids. That of three kids. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Three kids are here. Yeah, yeah there. Shot um, to the system. Exactly. But it was so nice to be on set, to be back on set and mm. like with the crew. Uh, it's just like a great feeling being on stage and oh, being on set. I just I feel at home, you know. Honestly, yeah. I know so that it's like well. being here. So okay. Feel at home as well. <laughs> Thank right, well, we've got Haley on the box, but we'd like to see you on the box as well as doing your tiramisu. Absolutely. Who's your agent for Who's acting? Who's my agent for acting? At the moment, I don't have one, but uh, my here. acting coach. Film come out, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm just saying. But my acting coach is Anthony Crank. So okay. Well, thank you that. so much for coming in and yes. bringing your thank children. You Next up, we have our regular presenter Belinda Scandal. She talks to Mark Llewellyn on remembering the fabulous Liz Dawn. How are you doing, Mark? You all right? Very well, thank you. And you? I'm really excited to talk about Liz Dawn. Mm. Of course, not her real name, is it? No, she was born Sylvia Butterfield. Oh, that's a nice name, isn't it? Well, I prefer it, don't you? Well, it's nice, yes. Yeah. It's got the word butter in it. <laughs> that's right. Yes. And she changed it because she had four children. Her first daughter was called Dawn Elizabeth. So she took that, worked it back to front, and that's uh, her professional name. Sneaky. Now, mm. she started off, she wasn't always the famous icon that we know her for. Indeed, she started off mm. kind of backgrounding, didn't she? And she did. She did uh, club singing to start with, and then she did, started to do background. She ended up uh, Barry Hines' film, Kez. She was in that. Was she in Kez? Yes. Great film. And Colin Welland cast her in Leeds United, where she worked with Lynn Perry, of course, who played oh, Ivy. Yes, Ivy. And then uh, she did Wheel Tappers and Shunters and waited on in that. Yeah. And, uh, and eventually, yeah, she, she started to do extra work on the street. So did she always want to be an actress or did she want to be a singer? Was there a preference? She didn't. I don't think she wanted to be anything, really. She, she, she actually worked, you know, normal job. Uh, she was a Pippa D rep. Do you remember Pippa D parties? No. Explain. <laughs> well, this is when ladies came together and had parties to buy clothing and things. And then Lapped she... Lapped Tupperware party. Yes. Put for clothes. Exactly. Lovely. And then she started selling wigs and having wig parties. 
Really? Yes. Wow. Um, and so she kind of went into the singing because she would enter the odd competition, but it was her second husband, Don, who put her up for this competition, and he was the one who put the, the name uh, Liz Dawn down. So how did she get into Corrie then? Because, I mean, that's a big leap, isn't it? Mm. So she started to work on Crown Court, which was a Granada production, and she did extra work as a prison warder, and she used to be stood in the back of the dock uh, <laughs> a week after week, and that sort of got her in and got her noticed, and a lot of people worked on Crown Court that worked on the street. And then eventually she was cast as um, a witness, oh. uh, as a sort of landlady witness in one of the court cases, but of course that meant she could no longer be an extra in the show, so that brought, came to a close. Oh. Um, and then she did a couple of commercials, and a very famous one, which was for Mica commercial. I think I remember that. With the, yeah, there was a sort of lie detector thing in yes. it. Yes. And Larry Grayson saw it, and he wanted her to star with him in his new TV series. Right. She got that offer, but on the same day, they offered her to go into Coronation Street as Vera as a regular, and she had to decide. And Larry said to her, do the street. And that's so how she, she ended up in it. Very mm. generous of Larry Grayson to suggest that to her. Mm, absolutely. So, how would you describe the character that she brought of Vera? Was that very much like her, or was it kind of totally it, different to her? No, character? it was like her. I mean, she yeah. was that family person, very down to earth. I mean, she's going from an extra to playing a regular part. She did actually struggle with learning the lines, and she was very open about this. Really? But she used to have bits of paper, and, and it, yeah, occasionally you do, if you watch the classics on ITV3 in the afternoons, uh, you'll actually see she has a bit of script in her hand quite often. Um, and Nigel Pavaro, who played her son Terry, used yes. to say when they did kitchen scenes, she would have all the lines glued into, into saucepan lids and things, you see. So she would stir one and be reading off that pot and then move to another, and that's how she did it. They corridor, weren't they? Well, lines placed them, everywhere. Yeah, and a lot of the um, actors came from the variety background. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it is a struggle to keep learning the lines. And it's a lot of lines, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, and they always say the technique is forgetting the lines, ready to learn the next set of lines. And was the programme live while she was involved in it? No. No, no it, it, was, it was recorded, but, um, you know, they didn't stand much messing about. You had to get on with it. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. But she was lovely. So I've brought you some pictures, actually. Let's so, yes, there you are. So there's um, Elizabeth Prince Charles. Right. Uh, that was the 40th episode, which was live. They put her in a bed. She was... Uh, uh, Vera was donating a kidney to her grandson, Paul, uh, in that story. And when Prince Charles came on the set, she said to him, have you brought any grapes? And he didn't know what to do. He asked an equerry if they could send out for grapes. He didn't realise she was joking. <laughs> she, did get, yeah, yeah. she did get the grapes. Um, and there's Bill. Now, she played Vera for about uh, almost five years before they introduced Bill Tarmy as a husband. So what was her character then whilst this well, was she, all going she on? She was playing Vera Duckworth, yeah. but we never met her husband. And then it was only at Gail and Brian's wedding where, they, where we needed to see her husband, Jack. So they brought Bill in, and the, so the first thing they did was filming at the church for the wedding scene. She was wearing a crimpoline dress. They were introduced, she went to have some lunch, and he came in, threw himself on her and kept smacking her bum. And the reason was he had spotted the fact she got too near the fire and the crimpoline was starting to go up, so he put her out. She was flammable. <laughs> yes. I mean, that was just one of the iconic relationships in oh, soap yeah. history, isn't it? Well, they both come from that background. They've both done extra work, they would both done club singing, uh, they both had a str struggle with the lines, and they just got on. 
and you could you can always tell on screen. Yeah. Uh, it was a genuine relationship. So there was never any issues with them behind the scenes where they didn't get on. No, no. They always got on, and they did lots of club singing together and yeah. things like that. Yeah, no. It, it definitely worked on screen. Um, so we've mm. got all loads of stuff here. Yeah. The first, I didn't realise she actually had her own. Yes, yeah, she did an autobiography quite early, actually, in her street career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got that, and then you've got a couple of things here. Uh, that's just a picture of them together that you've got. Then uh, I did. Uh, Cunard launched a, a ship, the Coronia, from Liverpool, and we sailed from Liverpool round to Southampton. Uh, it was all celebrity guests and things like that. But we hit the, uh, this terrible storm, and in order to get the ship into the Mersey to sail at midnight, they couldn't have any ballast on the ship, so she was like a cork. It was absolutely awful. The worst... In fact, Terry Waite was a guest, and he did the speech of thanks afterwards, said it was worse than being held hostage in Beirut. <laughs> and... Uh, but one person was on there who made every meal, and that was Carol Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher's daughter. Right. And... Uh, We'd all spotted this, and a few years later, Carol went into the jungle, of course, to do I'm a Celebrity, and Liz rang me and said, you know, she's on there, she's, she, she'll do all right. And, of course, everyone expected her to be voted out early because of who her mother was. Yeah. Uh, so we put a big bet on, on Carol Thatcher to win, based on our experience, and, uh, and she actually paid for me conservatory. Oh, very so, nice. Mm, absolutely. Very nice indeed. How did she cope with fame? Was she OK with that? She, she loved it. She, yeah. she enjoyed meeting the public. She was very down-to-earth. Yeah. Uh, she enjoyed chatting with them, and she loved... I mean, people called her Sylvia, some people, people called her Liz, and people called her Vera, and she was quite happy to answer to all of them. And she was absolutely fine with all, no issues or nothing. No, no, no. absolutely, no. She was great fun. And, of course, she, um, she went on to do a few TV programmes as well. The most famous, yes. the one that I can think of, where we heard her sing, mm -hmm. was, of course, Stars in Their Eyes. Absolutely, yes. And I think we've got a little clip of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I do like and the more I'm mature woman. Those things you've always pined for. Gee, I'd like to see you looking swell, baby. I'm so excited. Oh, it's thrilling, this, isn't it? So, she, of course, was celebrating many a birthday. Oh, and, yes. and she had quite a synonymous and very, very famous 60th, didn't she? She did, and I was lucky enough to be a guest at that, which was at the Victorian Albert Hotel. Oh. Uh, there's the invitation, you see, I can tell you what we had to eat. Uh, and there were guests there, uh, a plenty. We had uh, chicken and uh, lemon scented mash and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, kind of, oh, it was a right northern do. Uh, and she actually had birthday greetings from Prince Charles, from the Pope, sent her a birthday message. Um, uh, the Queen, uh, Tony Blair was Prime Minister at the time. Um, it was a very good do. And it was the only time I've ever made it into Hello! magazine. Oh, you're in there, are you? Oh, I am. Oh. I am. A side view. But yes, you've got all the pictures. Let's have there a look. Are we? What camera should we put this to? Let's have a goosey gander. Let's do it to that there one. You so you got all the pictures. Lots of the casts were there, of course. And um, I ended up sitting next to Jean Alexander, who played Hilda Ogden, of course. Yes. 
Now, how was she? I mean, we're going to talk about her in a few weeks' time. We are, are indeed. Yes, we are. No, she was lovely, so it was nice to actually have the time to uh, discuss her life and career. Uh, she was nothing like Hildrogden, of course, and um, she had quite a, an interesting experience in rep theatre and things like that. But like I say, we'll talk about that we next month. We'll talk about it later. Mm. So, of course, um, who went first? It was Vera and then Jack, wasn't it? Or was it Jack yes, and Vera? No, Vera went first. What uh, was her reasons for, for leaving? She had um, breathing problems. She had emphysema, so right. she decided that she didn't want to continue. Um, so she left, and the, but she then came back. Uh, for Jack's She's leaving storyline, and Vera appeared with a bit of Matt Munro. <laughs> she did absolutely, right. uh, which was lovely. And then, of course, uh, Liz herself passed away in 2017. And it was—I remember the the funeral itself was like mm. a major, major event in within well Salford, Manchester. Oh, it was. It was a huge funeral. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, she, she'd done so much, and she'd done things that perhaps people didn't know. You know, she was. Uh, Lady Mayoress of Leeds, for example, and uh, uh, and she did huge amounts of charity work, and like I say with the Pope sending a message, she'd done a lot of work for the Catholic Church and things like that. And she was very big into a lot of charities. Yes, she was. That's wonderful, isn't it? Mm. So, if we were to remember Vera for any storylines in particular, what would we say? Well, for me, it's not necessarily a storyline. It's just that presence mm. and the factory scenes with Mike Baldwin yeah. and Ida uh, Clough and because Vera and the stood girls. for no no hassle, did she? Oh no, absolutely. She always had something to say, didn't she? Well, she even had something to say about the front of a house. I mean, that became. <laughs> yes. I don't think a frontage of a house other than Buckingham Palace has ever been so famous. No, absolutely, and indeed next. Uh, week on the show, um, we've got an exclusive interview with uh, Jenny McAlpine, and and in that, you know, Jenny, uh, of course, it is she, Jenny kind of treats herself as custodian of the cladding, yeah, because of course her character Fizz lives in the same house now, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, we remember the cladding, of course, and that's still there, and uh, and Jack Duckworth's brother Cliff painting some of the bricks blue. Yeah. Um, and you can't think of the street, really, without the cladding. Yellow and blue cladding and the pigeons mm. in the backyard. And the bar. And the bar. <laughs> Remember the bar? That bar. With the sombrero and the stuffed donkey and all the rest of it. My goodness me. There was, there was <laughs> so much to her character, wasn't there? Well, there were, and it was, for me, it was the street yeah. at its height, that Absolutely. classic thing, their relationship. You knew it was going to kick off. Yeah. You had all the stuff with her, you know, going on dates and him as Vincent Clare, the club act and everything. Um, you know, it was heightened reality, but it worked in the street, and the street was always at its best when it did comedy against the drama. Absolutely. Now, in the next few weeks, we're going to be looking into more Corrie Legends, as mm. we mentioned. Who have we got next? Mm. So we're doing, like I say, we've got uh, Jenny McAlpine on next week, it's and then, yep, and then on the 9th of uh, June, um, we're going to be chatting about, as I said, Jean Alexandra and looking back at Stan and Hilda. We next have Frank Dowd as he talks to us about his new prospects of Bobbles for Beds. Ah, Bobbles for Beds um, is a fundraiser that mm -hmm. I launched um, in 2019 mm -hmm. to um, encourage the community of Manchester to help make Christmas tree decorations and then sell them via donations with the help of local businesses ah. to raise money for Manchester's homeless. Oh, very nice. Very, very nice. And that's, it's amazing because obviously Manchester, it, it does have a massive homeless thing going on with it. Um, and it's incredible that you're, that you're doing so much for the homeless here. Uh, yeah, um, as, as in every major city, mm -hmm. um, it brings us big problems and homeless one is unfortunately a situation embedded in, in most cities. Um, <laughs> 
Are you okay, Carol? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've got I've got a secret little bag down here. Oh, I think, right. I think some of the stuff. Oh, uh, yes, it's some of the baubles. Yeah, yeah. some baubles. Yes. Oh, one minute, get out of the baubles. I think, I think the baubles, are they in here? Yes, yeah. They yes. are. Can I, can I get them out? Yeah, it's... it's um, you carry amazing. on talking while I lay them out. It's, mm. it's important that I, um, to know that Baubles for Birds has the support and the help of over 17 schools across Manchester. Oh, that's amazing. Um, <sighs> oh, and this is one of mine, actually. <gasps> this is me... I really hope you're going to say This is me creators. sneaking my work in. <laughs> this is fantastic. Can we show it to the camera? Um, we can see. I actually do working paper mache, and that's my art medium, and hence the wow. idea of um, Baubles for Birds came to help um, to encourage people just to get connect through art because it's not all about money unfortunately mm. not all of us have money you know i mean there's times no, we have nothing and what we can give is a bit of art or a bit of something a bit of time or a bit of anything to share and these are some of the fantastic creations Ooh. that children from across Manchester, I believe this one come from Ruskin Primary School, away in, all the way in Gorton. Oh, wow. Yes, and That's we've cool. got schools as far as Swinton, uh, helping with St Charles and Swinton. That's amazing. Uh, most of South Manchester, alongside Community Primary School. I can't mention them all, there's loads of them. There's just so uh, many. Crinklebrook Primary School, uh, we've got Powerswood um, Secondary School helping us. We've got schools all over the place. Schools all over the place. This, this, is, this one's fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, I can't believe we're talking about... That teacher might have made that. What do you reckon? Did you make that? Elf on a shelf no, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's May and we're talking about Christmas baubles. It's, well, it's all about the art, isn't it? Yeah. And this is how yes. it all started. Um, last year, we made close connections with Coffee for Craig and hence I've asked that Coffee yes. for Craig mm. with us because they took us under the wing to be their art part. And through that, we're now working more to create more artistic events. Mm -hmm. We've got Bricks for Beds, where the schools are making paper mache bricks to, nice. to help create a paper mache house. Oh, and then good. we want it oh to God. be destroyed by, by the natural elements of Manchester to show how close we all are to the instability of losing homes mm -hmm. and how it's important that we work together in the community, not just get through art, but also get or the charities or the local organisations to get together and be like a central point. Absolutely, and it's, 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 I love it. It, it. it sounds like you're definitely opening the eyes of some kids at an age that wouldn't really realise what's going on in the world, which I think is great. Well, I tend to say maybe they may not have a full understanding of what's going mm -hmm. on in the world, but I think they certainly understand what's going what's on. What's going on. Oh, yeah, no, And I do. think it's very important that we, we, we exalt our, our youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because these are our future, and if we don't include our youth, how do we expect to include? To include further. Yeah, absolutely. Are you going into schools? Um, not at the moment yet, but if I get invited to the schools, I will definitely be there to help and support. Because I'm this. sure there's funding out there for you to go into schools and do workshops, but also as well help with what you want to do. Like this one again. Um, yeah, um, I'd love to. I mean, funding is something that's great because I'm mean, enjoying my my normal. Day life, I work full time security, mm. um, and then the rest of my time is taken by this, um, which is much more, oh, <laughs> much more enjoyable. Yes. Um, we do have other organisations and groups that have come together to us and offer to give us support. I talk with a wonderful organisation, um, Homeless House, mm -hmm. that will, has offered to help us. Well, they can help us, and we in turn will help them because we all work in the same city. And when I say city, it's the whole area, it's Greater Manchester. Yeah. Mm. Um, we're talking about 
all the way to Oldham and Stockport and Trafford and St Helens, is it? <laughs> it's <laughs> far out. And if yeah. people want to donate, how can they do that? Um, at the moment, we have a Just Giving page, and you'll find it on um, Facebook at Bubbles for Beds, mm -hmm. and all donations through there will be split to all, all the charities that we support, mm. um, which include Albert Kennedy Trust, um, Homeless Manchester, we now today include On The Out, which is a prison service. Mm -hmm. um, we work with uh, the Mustard Tree. Of, um, They're all there, fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous art, art, mm -hmm. art, uh, artwork there. Mm -hmm. And we just want to bring it into community because also we've just gone through a bit of a nasty time, haven't we? Absolutely. Um, and no one's going nowhere, let's be truthful. There's no great holidays we're going on for the next couple of years. No. So why not? bring events and some art and some fun. Yeah, why I mean, not do something good? Yeah. We, yeah. Have, we have another event called Buskers for Beds coming up in August, nice. uh, which we're running over the August Bank holiday, deliberately running the same time as Pride because it's a busy time for the city uh, to highlight Buskers and art, local art within the yeah. city, but supporting themselves and each other. I love that. See, so. I, I do quite a few creative festivals and I'm doing stuff with Barnaby in mm. Macclesfield at the moment, sort of the off festival, which is um, Barnaby Bright, so mm. I'm doing that. So I, I love community engaging stuff, so I, this is music to my So ears. we're going to hook up, aren't we? Yeah, we, <laughs> we are. are what hook kind up. of show is this? People this is are a family show. And Pop it up, This you is know. the right sort of hook ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> this fantastic. is what we encourage. If you want to get creative, if you want to share, you know, just... Just drop us a line. We're, we're up for it. Drop us lines, yeah. donations, straight on that Facebook page. The donations and the fundraising is great. It's great. But don't take it wrong. We want as much money as people to give us. But it's not the whole thing. It's community yeah. working together, supporting each other yeah. in whatever way we can. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Most definitely. Thank you very Most much. Right. That's, that's a lovely song. Thank, thank you for bringing these amazing things. Thank you for having me, like I said. Yes, yes. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you all enjoyed what you listened today. And if you enjoyed it, like, subscribe, have a great time because you know you want to hear more. And thank you for joining us on Your Manchester.